You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hello there. Welcome to episode number 35 of the Savvy Social Podcast. So excited to have you here. For those of you who are new, make sure to subscribe to the show. It's free and that way you never miss an episode. Subscribing also helps us out as well. Um, The more subscribers we have, the more downloads we have, and the more people who get to listen to the show. Thanks so much for joining me today. Our episodes are sponsored by Social Report, which is the world's most complete social media management tool and my social media management tool of choice here at onlinedrea.com and at socialmediaforpodcasts.com. We love it because we have everything in one place from the scheduling to the reporting to the management. It's all smoothly packaged into one tool. You can try it for free by going to socialreport.com or clicking the link in the show notes. Now on today's episode, I am talking with Adria DeCourt all about mastering your message. We have a very interesting conversation about how to be clear with your message on social media and how it really is the foundation of everything you should be doing. Adria is a message clarity coach, and she helps women coaches uncover their marketing message and helps them find things that light them up and communicate their value so that they can start calling in their people. Adria is a TEDx speaker and a former architect turned plant ecologist. She is the creator of the program Get Clear, Get Clients, and she's the host of the Unforgettable podcast. Her expert advice has been featured on the Huffington Post, the Fox Morning News, Las Vegas and over 40 interviews. When she's not writing on her laptop at her local coffee shop, she can be found hiking around Vegas with her guy and their pup child, Lexi the Doberman. Let's dive into the interview. Hey, Adria, welcome to the show. Hey, I'm so excited to chat with you today. Yeah, I'm really excited to chat with you as well because I just think your title is interesting, Message Clarity Coach. Like as soon as I saw that, I was like, yes, I want to pick your brain. And so I'm really excited (laughs) to have you here so that we can. But can you start from the beginning? How did you get started with kind of the work that you do helping women entrepreneurs with this messaging clarity thing? Yeah. So my own journey has been quite an evolution. Like I was originally in the architecture field. That's where my first degree was. Then I shifted into uh, plant ecology at my master's in environmental science. And, and so everything is kind of like all these different pieces I've brought to the table evolving to where I am. And eventually was kind of on my own health journey and was reading all these different blogs, listening to the podcasts and, and loved hearing just these different voices, like these people who had this message to share and I was getting connected to them, even though, you know, they didn't know me. Right. (laughs) And, and I just kind of had this craving to do that myself, to like, to be able to put myself in a place where other people could know me and I could create that connection with them. And, and so that's when I started, um, my first blog slash business and and over the last six or so years it's just like really evolved from there and and it started off and i was I was in wellness and I was supporting people around that and 
when I did, did my TEDx talk um, a couple years into that is when I really realized that what I'd been loving all along had been the messaging side of things, had been the, you know, like, what is it you take a stand for and how do you communicate that clearly and who are your people and, and how do you say things that connect with them? Like, those were all the pieces that I loved. And that's when I kind of made the shift into, into the work that I'm doing now or the work that I've been doing for the last few years, um, specifically around business owners and their message and how they're showing up as their personal brand and how they're kind of calling in their people by saying things that that really matter to their people, but also that feel aligned and matter to them. Right. Yeah. I can see how the messaging piece plays a huge part in just like the overall um, sales process, like how we get our people to pay attention to us. How do we get them to connect with us? Um, And so you mentioned starting off with a blog. And if I remember correctly, you had a little bit of trouble in the beginning growing the blog and and also social media. Um, So can you talk a little bit about the challenges you had with the blog? What changes you implemented and how that helped you kind of get to where you are today? Yeah. So, <laughs> so pretty early on, I, I've always been just kind of in love with the messaging side of things, but the getting client side of things, like the connecting the two was a big challenge for me. So, um, <laughs> so early on, maybe the first year that I was, um, that I had my website and was blogging and was sharing on social media. I was, um, I was a vegan blogger at that time. And that was like a pretty tight knit community that you could kind of connect with other people and share different things. And so I felt like I was growing and I had a really niche market. I was talking about raw food and that was when it was really popular. And, and so there, like I was growing my email list. I was, um, getting a lot of views on my website. I think, I think I had like 25,000 a month. Um, and, and so it was decent, like, but nothing was translating into clients. <laughs> nothing was translating into making the money to actually support all of this in my business, even though I was working full time on it. And, and, and that was kind of the really big piece that was out of alignment in my business was that like I was in full alignment with my message and my message evolved over the years that I was doing that um, into supporting business owners. <laughs> my first podcast was called Feed Your Hustle. <laughs> so it was around like taking care of yourself to take care of your business. So like I was so on with the message. Like I loved that part. But the like like what is it I actually do for people that connects back to my message? And and who are these people I'm really helping and how do I say things that 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 connect them, that, that land for them in a way that connects them back to knowing that they need to work with me. Like that was the part that was really missing. And I hadn't actually known that I needed that part. <laughs> like I was just kind of not, I, I didn't come up as an entrepreneur. I, you know, worked for the government. I, I was in natural resources. I, I was very entrepreneurial in terms of managing like my whole region, but I didn't have to make money. <laughs> so, so that was like the piece that just, um, took a long time for me to have the aha moments that locked it into place. 
I think too, as creatives, sometimes we, we have this idealistic view of the world. Like if we just put it out there, people will pay us magically somehow. <laughs> and right. I think, yeah, that we just fall into that trap because we let, we love what we do. And like you said, the message was aligned, but there is a piece to, um, having that message connect back to, you know, how you make profit. So can you talk a little bit more about how we do that? Like, how do we, how do we connect our message to actually making money? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is the big question, right? (laughs) So one of the things that, that I've really come into in my own business and that I support my clients with and, and, you know, I even have a group program that right now that I'm running is that's supporting the ladies in there with is this idea of calling in your clients that, that your messaging can create that connection and can also lead back to you as a business owner that gets paid for this work and, and not in like a sleazy way, but more in a way of connecting to what they really care about and what feels deeply urgent and important to them and being able to say it in words that are landing for them. And, and so for me, a lot of times this looks like, and this is kind of the process I take my clients through too. um, It looks like finding podcasts that are aligned with what I believe in and speaking on them like this. (laughs) And, and then the audiences, the people in the audience that feel really connected to me, come back to my podcast. They, they binge on episodes. I have over a hundred episodes now of my show. And so like my core content, right? My core content. So for someone else that would be a blog post or videos, or, or maybe it is their, their Instagram, Instagram profile or their Facebook page or Facebook lives. And, and so they kind of binge on all of what's already there and start to create this really deep connection with me, feeling like they trust me, they know me. Um, I totally am sure that you get this, right? And, <laughs> and, and they also, since my messaging the whole way through this is so clear and and it's so intentional, and what I'm creating is so intentional, they also have this really strong sense that if they have that problem that I'm solving, that they know I can help them with it. Mm-hmm. And so the next step of that is them coming back to my website, which also has the clear messaging, so they know they've landed in the right place, and they know you know this is what I do. It's lining up with what they need. <laughs> they get it. They book a call. And when they show up to that call with me to chat about working together they're already at a place where they feel connected to me. They feel like I can help them and they trust me. And so it's, it's not like having a cold call with somebody. It's like having a call with someone you have a relationship with already, mm. even though I don't know them yet. <laughs> so a lot of times like this, this is that process of, you know, it, where you put your messaging and how you connect all the pieces together that does draw those people in. And, and I know, um, we, we mentioned, um, kind of off air and chatting via email, like Instagram, um, is another of my, my favorite platforms <laughs> as, a, as a messenger. It's just so fun for me to share on there. And, and that kind of gets woven into like, how do I make sure that that messaging connects on that platform as well? 
Yeah. So let's pause there for a sec because I love Instagram too. Um, I find that it's such a great platform for that connection. So let's assume that maybe one of the audience listeners is thinking about going on Instagram for the first time. What are some of the things they can do to make sure that their message translates to that social media platform in a way that, and I love what you said, you said um, you're really connecting to that, that ideal person's urgency and um, that you are having a way to connect with them so that they feel like they already know you so that when they do get on the call with you, it's easy. So can you talk a little bit about how we can set that up on Instagram as far as the messaging goes? Like, how do we make sure we're successful there? Yeah, this is such a good question because <laughs> it's one of the things that um, <laughs> in my group program that we've been talking about a lot um, in how do you translate your message over to the, the different platforms. And, and I kind of think of it as a microcosm of the core content that I share on my podcast. So if I'm like using myself as an example, that that when I'm creating podcast episodes, I put together like a content calendar. I look at, you know, okay, what, what, what am I talking about for the quarter? And a lot of times I'll think about, um, this is something that's been happening probably for the last mm, seven, eight months or so. I've been just naturally coming up with a theme <laughs> for the quarter. And it's more of like, what's in, what's, what is on my heart to share with my people? Like, what do I feel called to say? What is really mattering to me? So um, Q3 last year, quarter three, it was people to play with. So I was like, I had been working a lot with one-on-one clients. I felt like I just really wanted to create more connection with people. And so that was starting to influence a lot of the things I was talking about. And then the end of last year, a theme came up that's just become a constant thing. And it is um, say things that matter. And really that's become a core principle behind my business. And so sometimes I use these different themes and I'm like, okay, what are the things that, that I have to say that matter, that matter to my people and to me? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I start to curate, okay, what are, the, what are the different things that I really want to say to them? Like what, what will help them move forward according that that connects back to my core message. So for me, some of the things I take a stand for in my business are that, um, that creating connection with your people is how you call in the right people. That it's not just about like calling in anyone. It's not just about anyone with a checkbook (laughs) can hire you. It's more like if you want to have a business that you feel good in, it's calling in the people that are aligned to you, the the right people for you doing the work that feels in alignment for you. and. And so when we think about that, then the first step is to really get deep clarity on who those people actually are. Mm. Because you really can't, like that really drives for me, for my clients, for the work that I do, it really drives what you say. It becomes so much more clear what to say to these people when you know them. Mm -hmm. And then it makes it easier for you to show up real and as yourself, because you're not trying to filter what you're saying to make sure it's okay for everybody. You're just knowing who your people are and it's like you're having a conversation with them. And so, so a lot of times that's what I use to influence, you know, what I'm sharing, what clients are sharing, and then making sure that it connects back to your message becomes more first having clarity on what is it you really take a stand for, for these people. 
And what problem are you really solving for them? And how does that problem fit back into the message? So say you had a TED talk. Okay. So you believe one thing, how are you making that change in the world? Like how are you helping people make the change? And that's your work. So how can you use that as the filter for the content that you're putting out so that it is all leading back to you as a business owner who gets paid for this work, but it's doing it through a way of creating connection and showing up authentically and real. Yeah. And I like that you mentioned the getting paid part, because I think, again, sometimes we forget to talk about that a little bit. Um, So I know you talked a lot about the message and, and, and understanding that target market. So once we have the message and once we understand that person that we're solving a problem for, what's a good way that we can present what we do as a solution to that problem? Yeah. So so I feel like one way is, well, if you are clear on what you do first, because a lot of times people come to me and they actually aren't quite clear on what they do or it's super broad and then it's not landing for anyone. So I feel like that is something that cannot be emphasized enough mm-hmm. is if you feel like things aren't landing for people when you're sharing them and if you feel like people aren't hiring you, um, even though you're sharing on social media or you're sharing in your core content, then I would first look at how specific is this? How clear is this? How urgent is this? Can I actually visualize my people? Can I see what their lives are? Can I see inside their head? And am I speaking to what's inside their head? Like I feel like that is the, the mm-hmm. first piece because if we start layering on strategies when we don't first have that, then it's like it can become a lot of work with nothing landing and nothing leading to people becoming clients. So I just want to really emphasize that first. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then I feel like I can you repeat your original question? I got all excited. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Because I, I actually wanted to stop there for a second too, because you make you make a really good point when you talk about being specific about what you do first. Because if you try to just start, you know what I call asking people for something. So if you start asking for things and it's not landing, a good kind of self-diagnosis would be, hey, is this the right, should I even be asking for these things? Do I even know who I'm talking to? So I think that is a really good point you bring up. That's, That's where you should start first is like, is this what people are thinking? Is this an actual pain point? Is this an actual problem? And is what I offer a solution to that problem. So yeah, I do think that's a really, really good place to start. Um, And then I'd love to know, once we have that clear, um, how do we kind of speak to that without feeling like salesy or spammy or anything like that? Like what are, like what's one way that we can um, share what we do and we know that it's helpful and we know that we're saying the right things, but we may be shying away from asking for the thing. (laughs) So one of the things that that shifts whatever you're saying into into not feeling salesy is one yes when you're talking to the right people then it doesn't feel as salesy because they care about what you're saying so you're not trying to like shove something at somebody who doesn't care right and and then another is is this space of connection so if when you are, say you are writing an Instagram post or you are recording a video, um, that 
when you're writing it or when you're looking into the lens of the camera, that you are looking at the person on the other side of that. Mm. That this is a conversation between you and, and that person. And, and I think that the, when we go into salesy territory is when we are no longer doing that. Mm. And so if you can kind of allow yourself to stay in that conversation in your heart, um, meaning that it's conversational, that it's, um, that it can be a lot more casual, that it doesn't feel contrived to you. <laughs> if it feels more like inspired, if it makes your eyes tear up, if you feel like I need to share this, that like a lot of that energy can be felt on the other side. Mm-hmm. And, and so I feel like that's the way that it can stay in that space of even if you are sharing something that is, you know, a service, like that they can hire you for this, that if you stay in that space, then you're remembering that you, what you're doing is a service, that what you're doing is to support them. And you've already kind of connected it back to what they need. So it does matter to them. Mm. And then like, like just continually using that filter is how you can stay in that space. And, and remembering that, um, remembering how it feels how you feel when different people talk different ways to you through social media or through their content, you know, um, like what feels salesy to you? What do you not like? And maybe just don't do that. Right. And like what feels really good to you start noticing and, and, and notice how people are saying it and what they're, what they're doing that connects with you kind of like start to be that observer too. Yeah, it's almost like um, we sometimes forget that we're talking to humans because we are talking to humans through technology. (laughs) And so I love that you're really focusing in on the other person. That's what you're suggesting, which is you're talking to one person. You're focused in on that person, um, which helps that barrier, especially with video. I know sometimes my students, they struggle with this where it's like, I feel like I'm talking to myself in a room staring at my computer (laughs) yeah yeah if you if you imagine that you're talking to one other person it does make it a lot easier (laughs) totally on my podcast you know my favorite episodes to record are my solo episodes because I feel like I'm having that total conversation with the person on the other end that's going to be listening and they're not there right at the moment that I'm recording but but one of the things that I do is I keep that connection. Like I, I can, I visualize them and it helps because I know who they are so deeply, right? (laughs) I know them on a deeper Mm -hmm. level and, and I visualize that person and I'm talking to them and that helps me kind of show up more real. It helps me share more of the messy behind the scenes Mm -hmm. because it doesn't feel as high stakes. Like this is my friend I'm talking to. (laughs) And and it because like I know I get feedback all the time from from listeners um, that they feel like they know me and that they they feel a connection or that I inspired them with something I said or it created a shift or whatever it is. Um, and I think that's really possible because of that. And so one of the ways I always connect that when I'm having when I'm having that sense of connection, like is connecting it back to that I can do this that I do this work is just using examples from clients, you know, um, so it's just top of mind for people. And 
and and just mentioning it and and on podcast episodes and on Instagram posts I will say things within you know content that's helpful and useful for people I will have like a PS or like a little one line thing that I insert and it says like hey um, if if you if you are stuck on on who your people are or um, or what to say to communicate the value in your work. I've got a couple of private coaching spots open. Um, DM me to to chat or something like that. Like I say it um, because it is in service to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it is important to have the both the elements, the messaging and the clarity that you're talking to the right people and you're saying the right things, but also that you have a call to action at the end, which is here's how I can help you more. Like you're providing so much value already that it probably feels like a natural next step for those people. Right, right, exactly. When you, when you have such clear messaging, when you when you're so clear on your people and when you're kind of calling in those right people, then the next step does feel totally natural because when you think about it, working with you is even more in service to them than consuming your content. Like that, that is the next step. Like you could do so much for them. You, you could shift so many things for them. So if you, you know, you have to let them know (laughs) that that's an option or else they won't. Yeah, I think some of that too um, is the the fear element that that fear of rejection, um, which I think from what you're saying, it sounds like if we get clarity, then that kind of removes some of the fear because we know that we're talking to the right people, right? right. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so so true. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 then with this idea that we had of calling in your clients when you kind of put those pieces in place where the messaging is clear and it's and it's kind of leading back to you know a call with you or having further conversation then if then you're starting to essentially call in your people and so it's just like a natural progression mm-hmm. so there's a lot less like there is asking you need to let them know that this is what you do and how to have that conversation, but there's a lot less of like outright having to like be like, please hop on a call with me. <laughs> like it's more of like this nice natural flow that people go through and they're coming to you. Ooh, flow. I like the word flow because it feels like easy, you know? Like I feel like some of these other words, like I talk a lot about sales funnels and I don't like the word funnel per se. <laughs> I mean, I use it because we know what it is as business people, but um, I love the word flow because it just feels like you're easing into it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a good word. <laughs> um, okay, so um, I want to before we wrap up, talk more about um, social media and some of the things that we can do to um, make sure that we're connecting with the right people. And you kind of touched on this earlier with um, understanding who that person is, who you're talking to. So once we have that and we have kind of our posts set up and that sort of thing, what are some of the things that's worked for you for making sure that you're 
connecting with the right, like you're finding those people. Like how do you find them on social media personally? Um, I'd love to hear some of your experiences because I know um, with Instagram, for instance, you've had um, a lot of success there. And um, I like to highlight that, you know, it, it's not in the numbers. It's the, the quality of those people that you've attracted. So tell us a little bit about that process. Yes. And I love that you mentioned like the quality over numbers, because I think there can be so much focus on getting numbers, uh, like numbers to follow you, you know, numbers on your list, like all these different things. When, when really, if we're talking about working with clients, like it really is about the quality because these are people that you are working with hand in hand. And so you kind of want to call in the people you actually want to work with. (laughs) And, and so for me, um, on Instagram specifically, um, this has meant, well, I guess there's two different sides. So there's a side, which is how I show up. And then there's a side in which is how I engage. Mm -hmm. So the, the, how I show up side is that I let people see me, that I show up really real and I share things that that have that, like, that make me tear up (laughs) or that make me like, like have a lot of emotion that I want to share it. And I want to connect with my people. Um, and that, and then in Instagram stories, I'm like, I love doing Instagram stories as a messenger. And I use it as a space where I can take people along with me. So they feel like they know me on a deeper level. And, and that whenever, like, I feel like this is a great messenger thing that, um, that I assign to a lot of my clients and the ladies in my groups is is to use Instagram stories as a place where you can practice being a messenger where if you have something you're inspired to say that you just hit record and you just share it you just say it and like it's, it's gone in 24 hours but it gets it starts to build that muscle of you um, being the role model for your people so I, I feel like whatever it is that you do um, in your business that if you can show up, um, as the role model that your people want as like the person who has solved that problem, <laughs> you know, it's kind of showing like, this is what it looks like in the real world. So for me, I, it's really important to me to continually share. This is what it looks like to show up as yourself and let that call in the right people. So I'll post, you know, selfies where the, you know, I have no makeup on. Um, I will make sure that like things aren't about being perfect. I'll share things that matter. Um, and then in terms of like the other side, like the engagement, I feel like that's really important. And I go through waves of this where like, I'm not doing as much engagement. Um, and then times where I'm like, yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to make that my focus. And, and, it, and I feel like, um, like the finding of people that you were asking about, I feel like that's partly in how I'm showing up, but then I'm calling the people that resonate with that and that I'm using, you know, hashtags that feel really connected to the people that I want to call in, the people that I want to work it with. And they're not necessarily hashtags that just say like female entrepreneur or uh, life coaches, but they might be hashtags that's, that are about like telling your story or um, being vulnerable or like, like things like that that are a little bit broader. Um, so definitely use those. Um, but, but I think there's an element of, of also watching other people's stories and then, and then doing a message to them. 
and of going through, you know, Instagram, um, going through some hashtags that, that I, that I like, that I think like my people would be, and just giving some love and going through and dropping, um, some comments there or going and looking at their stories and, and messaging and be like, Oh, your puppy's so cute or <laughs> different, different ways of like actually using it as a social platform, um, to not always just create and put things out, but to actually, um, have some of those connections and for like seeing who's watching my stories. And if they have a story going and watching their stories a little bit and, and replying to them. So, so these are the kinds of things that kind of come through my mind around um, like how you're starting to call in the right people and create connection and, and deepen that connection um, with those people using Instagram. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I, everything you said, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Because I, um, I talk about this a lot, specifically inside of my programs as well, which is we can't be so passive about social media in the sense that we post and we don't engage. You're, you're proactively looking for the right people, but it only works because you have your message very clear. <laughs> if you start doing that proactive piece you're not even going to get the right attention because you don't have it. You don't have it clear um, in your messaging. So I love that you started with the the side of um, showing up and sharing your message and being real and raw, but then also going out and connecting with people and giving back to those people so that they can see that there's a real person behind this Instagram account, not a robot. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, those things connect together because if you've been sharing real and and if you've been really clear on your message and your people and saying the things that are going to connect with them then when you are going out and connecting with other people on Instagram then and they and they want to check you out they just go to your profile and and your bio is really clear <laughs> and and the stuff you're posting is is also like really clear on your message then like they get what you do right like it's it's like exactly what you're saying. Whereas if it's not, then they're like, Oh, cool. It's somebody who wanted to reach out to me (laughs) versus like, Oh, I'm really curious. I want to see more about this person. Like, wow. And they go down the rabbit hole, you know, it's, it's a different experience. Yeah, for sure. 100%. I love that. So I want to talk about your challenge that you have coming up because I think this would be a really great place to start for um, anyone who's listening and they think, man, I really need to clarify my message. So can you talk uh, a bit about the challenge and how we can sign up? Yes. So I've got a free challenge, like you said, coming up, a five-day challenge. And it is a niche clarity challenge. So essentially helping you get clarity around your people and what it is you do for them. Like this foundational piece that we've been talking about that like you layer your message on top of, you layer how you're showing up on top of. So, um, so yeah, if you have been feeling like maybe you've been doing business a while or maybe you're new and you want to start with that strong foundation of knowing on a deeper level who your people are and finding alignment and what it is you're doing for them, getting more specifics so you can be heard, then this is a fabulous place to start. Um, we start March 11th, 2019 and totally free. Um, you can go to Niche Clarity Challenge to join us and I would love to see some savvy social 
our listeners <laughs> in the in the challenge. Awesome. So I'll put that link in the show notes for those of you listening. Um, it's going to be a great challenge. I'm going to check it out myself just to, you know, get a little gut check there. Um, and I'd love to see you guys in there as well. Um, outside of that, how else can we connect with you? Well, as we've been talking about, Instagram is a great place to do that. <laughs> My handle is Adria Decourt, A-D-R-I-A-D-E-C-O-R-T-E. And then my other home on the internet is the Unforgettable Podcast. That's my show where I talk um, more about this conversation around showing up as a personal brand and how you share more of yourself, how you uh, get clarity on your message and your people and how you're using that to call them in. Perfect. Awesome. So all of those links will be in the show notes. Check out the podcast. Follow Adria on Instagram. Thanks so much for joining us. This has been great. Thank you so much. This has been super fun. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.